Bienvenidas a nuestro podcast, a space where we explore important topics for our community, from culture and entertainment to lifestyle and everything in between. We are your hosts, Bree, Evelyn, Vanessa, Yasmin. There's a returning guest, your host today, speaking on the mic, Heck the Tech, and our new guest, El Compa. Today's episode is dedicated to all the incredible fathers out there as we take some time to reflect on our own papas and other fatherly figures in our lives. So grab some chelas, grab your jaina, and join us. Vámonos! Porque andan con tanta risa que les está haciendo cosquillas. Acá, Acá el que no se comporta, pues. ¿Cómo que grab your highness? No, pues, si me dejan take the mic, pues ya ven. Uh, right. I thought you were going to say, si me dejan agarrar tu highness. Oh, tampoco. Ay, compa. Aquí está mi esposa, aquí está mi esposa, tampoco. Hey, yo no sé, open relationships, yo no juzgo. Hey, hey, no judgment. We accept everything in between. Right? Oh, there you go. Will, Will Smith style? No. We're not going to get into entanglement yeah. here. No. This no. is like, this, that's a different episode. Yes, leave that a conversation for another one. What was it? Y Yasmin, do, do you know any backup dancers that I need to be worried about? I don't think so. Her voice? I don't think so. Dice, me hace como de... Anyways, bueno, pues. ¿cómo andamos? Bienvenidos todos, bienvenidas nuestros fans, our listeners out there. Thank you for joining us again. And yeah, we're excited to have Heck the Tech and my hubby, El Compa, right here joining us today. Welcome, welcome, muchachos. Bienvenidos. Gracias, gracias. Yeah, we, we want to invite you to talk about what it's like to be a father now. We've known you for 10 plus years, 15 years. Mm -hmm. And we've seen you go from single men to dating men, to married men, to now fathers. Wow, when you put it like that, that's kind of yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. that's crazy as you say it, because I'm like, yeah. whoa, I was there too, going through that. <laughs> <laughs> you were one of the girls. From the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> about that. That's right. That's right. One of the girls. No, no te agüites, compa. Yo también. Ahí andamos. Los dos. I have had a blast um, over the years with, with you girls. Um, yes. You know, individually, just, yeah, over the years. And I've also had a blast uh, listening to your guys' uh, previous episodes and you know as I'm hearing stories I'm like oh man but there's so much more <laughs> <laughs> but so little time but so little time yeah and a few NDAs you had to sign <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. we just will not kidding. talk about that <laughs> just kidding no but it's been really great to see both of you you know, grow up and see both of your relationships also develop and what's to come as well because 
it doesn't stop here. We've seen you grow up and we're now seeing your kids grow up. So we thought about inviting you, both of you, into the space to talk about what it's like to be a father and what fatherhood, what you thought fatherhood would be like and how has it, how has it changed? Why you got to make us cry so early in the episode, Brie? Got to ease us in. Pa' qué? <laughs> We've got tears. Let them out. <laughs> luego, luego, andales. Que lloren. Yeah, there's nothing right. to be ashamed about crying. Happy You should know me by now. I'm in, I cry. That, yeah. <laughs> and I'll make you cry. I think we've all cried on the podcast. Yes, yeah. I think we at have. At some point in one of these episodes. And but I'm sure our listeners have too, along with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the space is yours. We want to hear from you. Uh, well, what what questions do y'all have for us? Uh, I think. I think I. Oh, sorry. No, go for it. I was going to say, um, why don't we start with just discussing, all of us discussing like the roles that our fathers or father figures have played in our lives, and then share any personal stories that we have about our fathers or father figures that stand out for us. We can start there. Let's start from the beginning. Uh, compa, do you want to get us started? Or, como, go, how do you want to do this? Oh, this will be interesting because we'll get like the son perspective of their fathers because we oh, have yeah. our perspective, which could be different or could be the same. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. All right. Me too. El compa. <laughs> All right. So... Growing up with a Mexican father from Meech, I say it in that sense because there's a lot of context that goes with that. Um, my dad is a stereotype of un Mexicano orgulloso that doesn't necessarily care what what the next man is thinking and I, I feel like I you know as I've watched him as, as I grew up you know I, I feel like there's there's moments where where I see how he could have benefited from having a father so one of the things I remember my dad saying growing up was that no one is born knowing how to be a dad. But what I've been able to see, not just from him, but other, you know, positive male figures, is that, that you can absolutely learn. And I'm in that process myself. My father was my teacher and my provider. Um, I guess I will uh, jump in on the conversation and um, and kind of say the same. Uh, so my dad uh, growing up uh, was uh, was per se not your not your typical uh, Mexicano. Um, my dad 
was never a, a machista. Uh, my dad was never a womanizer. Um, whenever I was with my dad, even like, you know, without my mom, like he never, como dicen, cambió cara and, you know, did stuff behind my mom's back. Um, so that was, that was something that like, you know, I learned uh, growing up, like, you know, respect for women. Um, and then in the sense of just having four younger sisters too. Um, so my, my dad's, my dad's dad, uh, from what he told me, también there was, uh, you know, there was, there was some history there, um, where it, it compares a little bit to what the, the compa said, where like, you know, my, my grandpa was from Mexico. So very estilo Mexicano, like stuck to the, to the botella. And I think, um, you know, he was a painter, so he worked a lot around thinners. Um, so he wasn't always, you know, from what my dad says, like, you know, he wasn't always the best dad, but he was still a dad. Um, but just in the sense of like, you know, having the, the two father figures, like luckily uh, my grandpa is still alive. Um, so I have my, my dad and, and his dad um, that I can learn their histories and kind of understand like, you know, the mistakes that they made, uh, how they, you know, regret some things and how they're like, you know, other things made us and our family the way they are. Uh, but definitely now being a father, I think there's definitely some things that uh, I'm learning um, to say or per se not to do and change so that my children um, aren't essentially like in fear of me or see me as that typical dad role and more of a like you know not um something that i'm learning through through therapy right now is not just being seen as the um what's what's the word as the provider um as as most male figures or most father figures are seen it's like i'm not just a provider i'm i'm more than just that um, and making sure that my kids understand that and, and making sure I understand that. Um, so, yeah. I think I had tech. Uh, oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> One at a time. <laughs> I was uh, hectic tech. I have, I guess, like similar characteristics with, uh, or we share similar characteristics in our father figures in our life my dad is also you know not machista and that's something that I'm really grateful for because I've seen it play out in the lives of friends or even other family members and it's a very difficult thing to um to deal with and so I'm really grateful for the type of person that my dad is uh and he is the middle child of eight children so he is number four um, and he in my life is a nurturer, he's a teacher, he's a caregiver and he's my friend. And while I wish that we had a deeper friendship where I could go and tell him everything, we don't have that. But I do like that we get to share our dreams. We are daydreamers, both of us, and we can spend hours and hours talking about what we're going to do when we get rich <laughs> or, <laughs> or if we had a million dollars, this is what we would spend it on. Uh, we also talk about our hopes and dreams. We both share an entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, my dad works for himself and he has since I was younger. 
and um, that entrepreneurial spirit we both share. And so we're always talking about like our next real estate um, adventure or something like that. Um, so he is um, inspirational to me because, you know, he takes care of our family and and he has always shown me, you know, to bet on yourself and on your skills. Um, he also has shown me about boundaries. The person that he is at home is different who he is from work. Uh, he like is tough, you know, at work. <laughs> And I don't see that side of him here. And so I, I've learned, you know, how to have boundaries uh, because of him. Growing up, uh, my dad was our caretaker because my mom worked night shift. So she worked 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. And my dad would pick us up from our babysitter. And then he'd bring us home and do all of the evening activities with us. And one of the things he'd do was heat up food because my mom would cook it. But when we were little, my brother, myself, and sometimes my cousins, when they would come over, we would all think that my dad would cook. And so we thought he was the best cook ever <laughs> because he cooked dinner for us. That's awesome. But he would heat, heat up what my mom um, would cook, with, so it's pretty funny. Um, he had these... Um, weird ideas in the sense of like when we would go to the store he didn't want us to to make a sound or ask for things I think it would probably stress him out when we were younger uh, like asking for candy or that we'd gonna just like run around and so he would always tell us don't say anything or don't do anything when we're at the store but we knew that going to the store meant that he was going to buy us donuts he was going to buy us desserts something that my mom would not do for us so even though he had these little weird rules for us it was always fun because we knew that coming back from the store we would have all the junk food we'd wanted <laughs> and he was also a believer or he is um, but when I was younger, he was a believer of natural consequences. And so he would tell us, you know, don't do it. But he wouldn't take like the bike. I remember one time uh, I kept going down the driveway with my bike and he said, don't do it. And I just kept doing it over and over and over again. And then I finally fell. And he, I remember he was with the neighbor and he looked over and he just started like a little slow clap like just clapping and then he said perfect do it again oh. <laughs> and i just wow. remember getting up <laughs> i love your dad even more now <laughs> i just remember uh getting up and running away <laughs> because i was oh. so sad <laughs> that um that you know that i had fallen and he instead of like coming over and say are you okay but it's it was his way of showing that there was a natural consequence when he said something and yeah so that's what i'd like to share about my dad <laughs> he's a really nice man too he's really sweet 
Yeah, we've had, we've had the honor of meeting him. Agreed. Does, does he still keep up with his uh, Instagram traveling page? Oh yeah, yeah I follow too. <laughs> I like it. My yes, my dad recently retired, and he created an Instagram travel page that follows the adventures of him and my mom as a retired couple. But I mean, he calls himself retired, but he still goes to work. So he's semi retired. (laughs) (laughs) They're living the semi retired life and his dream is to go viral one day. Oh, well, let's help. Let's help him get to that. Yeah. So he he calls himself a content creator. It's so cute. That is so cute. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'll share about my dad. My dad, yes, he definitely checks off a lot of the typical and stereotypical Mexicano. You know, grew up with a lot of the machista views and beliefs. I'm his only daughter. I have two other brothers. And yeah, it it was very interesting growing up with him. Um, But he does have, you know, good qualities that I see and still see with him. He was definitely the provider in our family. I see myself as, you know, a person who can be very cariñosa. I can tap into my feelings. I can share my feelings and my dad I can't say I have ever heard him say I love you and now that I'm older I can say it easily to him you know when I talk to him on the phone when he comes and goes because he doesn't live here he lives in Mexico and I will tell him I love you te quiero and his way to respond to that is mm-hmm or he'll like tap my shoulder or give me a side hug um, or muchas gracias, but he will not directly say it back. So he is not one to tap into his feelings. And it's interesting, I, for me, it's not that I'm hurt that he doesn't say it back. I think I just, you know, I've grown past that, but now that he's older i see him in a different light i see how much his body has changed and when he does come here to the u.s he stays here with me and i'm his caregiver and you know it's just a different different life now from how we grew up and always seeing him come and go and be in this body where he was able to provide and work and and do long hours and do physical labor and the stories that he would tell me about him and my my grandpa where they would herd animals you know from one ranch to another for days where they wouldn't eat well and they'd be under the sun and under the elements and to see him now as this like elderly person it's it's interesting it's a trip right so as a teenager i can say yeah there was days where i was upset with my dad (laughs) now yeah there's days where i get upset with him but it's for different reasons where it's like 
okay, dad, you got to take your medicine. Okay, dad, it's time to, uh, you know, take a shower or something. And he's just like, I don't want to. Um, but, you know, he's he's my, my dad and I, I love him dearly. And, you know, my perspective in parents, it's a different one too because I lost a parent at a very young age. And so having him now and seeing him grow older, I know that my time with him is very limited. So I very much am appreciating the time that I have have him around right now um, because I don't know how much longer I will have him. Yeah, <laughs> I can share in that sentiment too, Bree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, if I can chime into the way that you described your dad, Bree, and I think we've said this, that your dad and my dad are very similar in some ways. And my dad also... Stubborn? Yes, that's one of them. <laughs> Stubborn. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Those are words. Don't let the suegro hear right. that. <laughs> They're very... Oh, I got stories. <laughs> oh, I got stories. If if we get if that comes up today, I got. I mean, again, I suegro lo amo mucho. Si está escuchando, I was like, pero tengo historia. <laughs> You, you and your no, suegro no, have come a long way. They have, yeah, yes. yes. Now they're like yes, we buddies. Have an, ab- absolutely. <laughs> and, I mean, and I think that's just a, uh, that's a statement to the fact that it's never too late to change because I did not think I was going to have this relationship with my suegro. Um, or yes, And again, me. like I said, <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Like I said, I'll, I'll hold that off for, for, a, for a side conversation if it comes to I'll let, yes. um, I think, uh, the, uh, the comadre todavía faltará yes. to talk about her, her daddy. Yes, but I'll um, chime in to what you're all alluring to. <laughs> My dad, I am the uh, firstborn daughter. I do have an older brother, but in terms of daughter, I am the oldest. I have two other sisters and another brother but I think for a long time and to this day I still kind of am the right hand of my dad for a lot of things and I was a daddy's girl I grew up being a daddy's girl I would always go with him to places uh, more so than my younger brother Um, and so I was always with him I have good memories of even my dad uh, started off as a mechanic, so I would go with him to do some of these mechanic jobs. And that's the memories I have of going to like the junkyard or auto shops. Mm-hmm. And so I grew up with boys, um, even guy cousins. And so I was always around with uh, my dad and even um as I grew older, even when I went off to college, if I had time, I would still go or he would invite me. And I think that was his way of showing love because as Bree mentioned, my dad never said, I love you until one time. And I don't even remember what time in my timeline when this was, but we were on the phone and he said, I love 
uh, he said, te quiero. And as soon as I hung up, I started crying because I had never heard him say, te quiero, te amo. And I even called my mom later when I composed myself, like, my dad just told me, te quiero. And to me, that was huge because I knew he loved me, but to hear it was just different. And even now, when I talk to him on the phone or say goodbye when we're in person, I say, lo amo or lo quiero. And his response is usually igual or también. So again, he's still, you know, um, not comfortable with saying those words. And he shows them in different ways. He's always been my number one supporter where um, growing up for school projects, he would come home tired from work because he always had those hard labor jobs. Never did he say no. If I had to go to the library, if I had to go somewhere, he would always say yes. Sometimes even not having dinner and we we would go. And so I, I love that about my dad, that he would always say yes. But now that I'm older, it's like I've talked to him about being okay with saying no sometimes, that it's okay to say no to people. And even people who are just friends, always, I always saw them coming to my dad for favors. Um, and he would always say yes. And that's one of the things that I've learned from him about supporting others or being a helper. Um, that's one of the qualities I like about my dad. And he's a man of few words um, mm -hmm. and very, very calm and slow. Um, some of his nicknames are hilarious, uh, like El Veloz, because he's very patient and calm. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, those things would frustrate me when I was younger and still to some of the, <laughs> to this day sometimes. But I think I've learned to also, you know, enjoy the moment or be in the moment and not rush all the time. So I could turn some of those qualities that would frustrate me as a kid growing up to now uh, trying to practice them more. But that is that is a little bit about my dad and um i guess to say that it was really hard when i let him know that hector and i were planning to get engaged and that's where it cut into their whole relationship um i think for him it was hard to let go in that sense that i was moving on um but yeah that's a little bit about my dad Oh, seeing his little girl sweet, grow. super sweet. Se la robé. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Tampoco>. <laughs> All proud. <laughs> I, I just want to say I too grew up um, going to junkyards and and joining Same. my dad at work and you know and yes so I you can relate. I can absolutely relate. Mm -hmm. um, I could relate to. When my dad used to work at body shops, mm -hmm. he would give me uh, the sandpaper because I would ask what to do. Mm. And so first he'd had me clean like the office area, the floors, and then afterwards he'd give me sandpaper and he'd say, okay, now you can sand the car. And I would hate it because the friction would get really hot and it would burn my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're like, I don't like this job. <laughs> when I joined my dad at, at an auto shop, it was called Vanessa's Auto Shop. No. Was it? No. Really? no. Oh, you're such a liar. <laughs> we need to call your dad. Foreshadowing. Uh-huh. The, the gentleman who, who owned the business, so it was him and my dad that were working it. And he had just um, had his daughter born, named Vanessa. Nice. No leches crema los tacos, compa. They're called Supreme for We're, we're going to need to bring They're in a Supreme. lie detector. <laughs> That's funny. Well, yeah. I did not grow up going to the auto shop, but I did grow up with a very supportive father. Um, and to this day, my dad is very, very supportive. So I'm going to jump in on to my dad now. Um, but yeah, he, you know, from day one, I, I know that he's always been there for me and will continue to be there for me. Uh, we've had our moments where, you know, we kind of go back and forth a little bit, especially I think when I got a little older, I think because I, was doing what I wanted to do. I had my own opinion, my own dreams of what I wanted my life to be like. And of course, I think any parent sometimes wishes they their kid would do one thing and we end up doing something else. But um, yeah, my dad, you know, he has always been part of my sports events, all of my extracurricular activities, like piano lessons, school achievement awards anything that you know involved us we he was part of that and so he's also a teacher he's always been a teacher um since day one and he's always wanted me to just learn more about myself and learn more about people i hang out with he he's always wanted me to expand my mind expand my uh, experience with different cultures and just never stop learning. And he's also an entrepreneur. Like he, he works for himself right now. And if I can switch my work, my work ethic with him, I would totally do it because he definitely is very disciplined. He's very structured and he's a very smart man. Um, you know, he definitely knows what he wants and he goes for it and he goes for, he goes for it in a very intellectual way. And so, you know, I, I, I aspire to be like that one day. I think I'm learning. I'm trying to learn the ropes. And I think he's trying to teach me as much as he can. Because he too talks about like, well, one day, you know, I might not be here, you know, and we don't know when that's going to come. And so, and it just puts, you know, thinking about it. Yeah, our parents are getting older. You know, my dad's still very young. He's only 58, I think. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, he's young. (laughs) And he looks younger too. Your dad's dad. (laughs) (laughs) yeah but oh you know he's like yeah you just never know what life is gonna throw out you and so right now he's definitely in the mode of teaching me how to kind of get into real estate get into um retiring early and so i think you and him evelyn would have a great conversation about that because he he loves to learn he's always wanting he's always wanting to learn what's new and what's out there and so yeah, he he's been he's been my number one fan uh, for sure, and they go out to lunch together, and I don't even know. And sometimes I'll call That's him like, cute. Oh, wow. "I'm with your dad," <laughs> or "I went out to breakfast." You know? 
So they have a really great relationship. So that to me is huge. Um, I definitely wanted to to be with someone that can connect with my parents because I think that is important. And that happened. El compa, you know, is always also calling him and, suegro, what about this? Oh, suegro, can you help me out with that? Um, you know, yeah, I'm available for breakfast. I'm available for lunch. But yeah, I definitely see, you know, my dad just, he's he supports us all the time. And so if it wasn't for him, you know, a lot of things I don't think I would have been able to complete in life too. And it's only the beginning. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to seeing how I can continue my relationship with him and expand it more. And yeah, he, he tells me, he texts me every morning. Good morning, baby. How are you? I love you. I'm always telling him, hey, I'm going to go out of town. I'm leaving already. And I always text him when I get back. Hey, I'm home. And so no matter the time of day, and same with him when he's ever out of town, he's always texting me or my sister like, hey. So there's really good, great communication. We've had to work at it for sure, you know, at times, but don't we all? I mean, that's part of also growing and having relationships with our folks, right? <laughs> so Hell yeah. We, we, have, we have very good patches and then sometimes we have some rough patches, but that's also mm -hmm. part of learning. And so, yeah, I know I can count on him no matter what. And for that, I'm, all, I'm grateful. Dad, I love you. And I hope you you listening to this episode. I know he listens to the podcast, so he's, yeah. that's how I know he supports us, too. He's one and of he, our listeners. He is, and he hits the like button on our post all the time. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Shout out to El Señor. Yeah. <laughs> and he and my kids, especially my daughter, oh, my God, they die for my dad he, he he's all about his grandkids and that's kind of that's been funny because i've seen a different side to him <laughs> being a grandpa too which is really really nice and cute yeah it softens them really up cute. a little bit now it does it softens mm -hmm. them up a little bit it does mm -hmm. like he gets down on the floor and is crawling with them and playing and it's like wait i don't remember you doing that with me but hey that's cool like go for it <laughs> you know picking them up and feeding them, changing them, yeah. like just a lot of things that maybe he didn't get to do too much with me because he was also new to fatherhood. He was 19 when he had me, so he was a baby. Um, but yeah, it, it's been really nice to to get to know my dad more as, I got, as I've gotten older. And I've become a parent myself. I ask him all the time about things. Thank you so much for tuning into part one of our episode. We hope you enjoyed the conversation and learned something new. Please stay tuned for part two as we continue this discussion. If you liked the episode, make sure to follow and subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite platforms. If you have any suggestions or topics you would like for us to cover in the future, don't hesitate to contact us through Instagram at Dear Hermanas. ¡Hasta la próxima!